You're listening to the Her Leadership Coach Podcast for the quietly determined career woman who's looking to step up into her first or next level leadership role. If you're looking to make a bigger, more positive difference in your organization, you've come to the right place. Yay! Well, hello, welcome in. It's Rochelle. On today's episode of Her Leadership Coach, we have a special guest, a young Femke Verhulst, and I hope I'm saying that right, Femke, Um, and she is joining us to talk about a really important topic that does not get talked about enough, if at all, in the workplace, uh, and that is how we work with our menstrual cycles. And I think this is a really important topic for us to understand as women, uh, and it's probably not going to be talked about in our career um, places anytime soon, unfortunately. So I'm really excited to bring this topic to you. So Femke, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, this is going to be great. So I just want to start with uh, a little bit about who is Femke. Tell us a bit about your career progress and how you got to start doing what you're doing now, because it's clearly a little niche. <laughs> Yes, so I am a holistic health coach and nutritionist, and I help women balance their hormones using a holistic approach. So we look at nutrition, movement, sleep, and just the whole picture because everything is so connected. And then cycle syncing is also a big part of it. And for myself, I really noticed a difference when I started to sync with my cycle. I started to do the right exercise during the right phase of my cycle, because that is also something I never learned before. I used to work out so hard five days a week, all weeks, like all month long. And I didn't even pay attention to my cycle, to my period. I just did what I felt was right. But then as soon as I learned about cycle syncing, I in the beginning, I was like, I didn't want to know too much about it because I didn't want to stop working out that hard. Like every time I didn't want to take it slower. But then eventually, after some time, when I learned more about it, I found it so interesting because it really does help because you're just doing the right thing for your body and you're working with your body instead of against it. And I think it's such an important topic because we're not taught that much about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is definitely not something that we are taught as women. Uh, certainly in New Zealand or Australia, I very much doubt America or England. And uh, given you're from Europe and you're saying no, I'm going to say most of the world <laughs> doesn't. Yeah, I think so as well. At school, right? Um, and look, I'm I'm going to guess that it's because a lot of our institutions are um, male dominated and and were you know started with a masculine perspective and women didn't start in schools and certainly didn't start in corporations uh, and so it's only now as we're starting to recognize that we do matter uh, in all of these places I think that we're starting to talk about things that are really woman-centric and should have been talked about all the time so I'm really excited that you have chosen this path so tell me, uh, and I think you've touched on this a little bit, but let's get really clear around why is it important for us as career women to understand our menstrual cycles? 
Yes, yeah, so what's basically happen, happening over the course of a month, around 28 days, is that hormones are rising, hormones are falling. So hormones are literally fluctuating over that course of a month. So you are not feeling the same, like today you are not feeling the same as you felt yesterday at the same time and the day before. So you can better compare how you're feeling right now to how you're feeling on the same day of your cycle next month. During certain times in your cycle, you maybe feel a little bit more tired. If you understand why that is, you can work with it instead of just being like, why am I feeling like this? I don't want to feel like this. And you, you get so wrapped up in your head. It can cause more stress. And when you understand what's going on with your menstrual cycle, the things you're going through every month, you can have so much more understanding of your body, but also your mind. So I think it's really helpful to just get more in tune with your menstrual cycle yeah yeah I remember not that many years ago realizing that about three days before my period starts I get really teary (laughs) I get like cry so easily and I used to think it was real I used to think that I was genuinely very upset about something that just happened to me once a month and had no idea of any correlation other than I'm just, you know, I'm sad or I'm, I'm angry and it's making me sad or whatever these big feelings were. And it was only, yeah, like maybe four or five years ago now, because time is weird and goes really fast, but um, (laughs) that I, that I put the two together. And now when I feel really sad like that for no logical reason I step back and I go oh wait are we are we there is it that time again and like almost every single time it is and the relief that comes with knowing that that actually things aren't as bad as they feel in the moment this is literally just hormones and all you've got to do is ride this day out and tomorrow you'll feel just back to normal again that was like liberating for me. Yes, it's just so powerful to know that. And then also when you know that you can communicate it to people around you, to your loved ones. So maybe you can say, all right, tomorrow is, I don't know, day 26 of my cycle. And that's usually the day where I'm not feeling it. So maybe you can take over some tasks or whatever. So I can sit back and relax a little bit more. And that's, so helpful as well and it can even improve your relationships because otherwise you may be grumpy and you may be irritated and you react it out on your partner or on other loved ones and that causes even more tension in your relationships yeah yeah exactly and and I guess the same you know we can apply that to our relationships at work right so yes if it's if it's the day that you are teary or angry or low energy or whatever you can explain to your colleagues, you know, oh, look, I may be a little bit distant today or, um, you know, maybe don't talk to me today, but if you do and yeah. I snap, but just know it's me, not you, those kind of things. Exactly. And those small things can be so helpful. And even for just when you want to do certain tasks and you can plan those tasks yourself, like make sure you plan it in certain phases in your cycle when you may be more productive less tired less irritated because that can be so helpful because normally maybe that task will take a day when you do it more towards the end of your cycle and when you do it more in the beginning it will take you just a couple of hours so it can also really help your productivity and just 
making use of the right phases of your cycle for the right tasks. Yeah, that's that's such a good idea. So you you talked earlier in your introduction about this this thing called cycle syncing. So is that what you're talking about now? What like what is cycle syncing? Yeah, so cycle syncing is basically just aligning your diet, your exercise, but also your lifestyle, so those tasks to your menstrual cycle. And this is just really something that helps you support your hormones and it also helps you meet your needs during each phase of the menstrual cycle. And to do this first, of course, you need to understand the menstrual cycle. You need to know which phase you're in. So tracking your menstrual cycle can be a really helpful tool to do that. But it's just all about working with your body instead of against it. And so is everybody like, does everybody have a similar reaction to their cycle so like me on day 25 or 26 or whatever does every woman get teary or does every woman react differently at different points of their cycle yeah so every woman does react differently but just generally it is a bit the same so like you said those few days before your period starts it is normal when you get a little bit more teary like because your hormones are dropping so it is normal to feel that way, but it is also absolutely normal to not experience anything weird. The only thing that isn't normal is when you have super bad PMS. So you're always bloated before your period. You're always irritated, mood swings, because that is a sign that there is a hormonal imbalance on a deeper level. But just the general things like feeling more teary on one day, that is that is all right. And it's normal that you have that just before your period starts. The same thing that a lot of women are more hungry before their period starts, which is also absolutely normal. So it is not exactly the same for every woman, but just generally it is and it does make sense. Yeah, okay. So what are some other kind of, I know, typical pieces of your cycle that not, like you say not every woman but a lot of women will go through um, at different times yeah so I think it's best to just go over the four phases to explain this so you have the menstrual phase the follicular phase the ovulatory phase and the luteal phase mm-hmm. and the menstrual phase is where the cycle starts so that is on the first day of bleeding and this happens because the lining of the uterus is shed so This is where you can feel a little bit more tired because there is a lot happening in your body and your hormones are at its lowest during this point. So if you feel a bit more tired during your menstrual phase while you're bleeding, totally normal, but it's not normal when you're so tired, you cannot get out of bed, but a bit more tired, absolutely normal. And also during this time, you may want to to turn a little bit more inwards. You're not as social as you are during other phases of your cycle. And yeah, like the symptoms of headaches, bloating, super uh, painful periods are definitely not normal. But then also during this phase, you can compare each phase of the cycle actually to the season. So the menstrual phase would be your inner winter. And when you compare it like that, it all makes so much sense because when it is winter, you want to crawl up under a blanket on the couch and have no one around you, go to bed a bit earlier and things like that. So if you can relate to that, it makes totally sense. I like that. Yeah, that's good. And then you go to your follicular phase. So once the bleeding has stopped, 
And this is actually your inner spring. So everything starts to bloom and hormones are starting to rise. So you can notice that you feel a little bit more energized because energy is also rising with those hormones. And you can also feel more strong, more confident. And the estrogen is actually the dominant hormone during this phase. So that is also the hormone that can make you feel more extroverted and it can push you to want to be a little bit more social and connect with people. And then you go to the ovulatory phase, which is around day 14 of a 28 day cycle, but it can also be a bit later, a bit earlier. And this is your inner summer. And this is actually where the big event of the whole cycle is happening. Because I think we often tend to think as the period, as the big event of the cycle. Of course, that is something you were noticing. And I think that's also because we are taught it that way. You have your period and then you have the rest. But actually, the ovulatory phase is where the big event is happening because you are ovulating. And that's what the whole menstrual cycle is centered around. And during this time, hormones estrogen and testosterone are reaching their peak. And you should feel really energized during this phase. And the same as the follicular phase, you notice that you want to be more social and connect with people. And women also notice during this time that they feel more attractive, which totally makes sense because their sex drive is also higher because this is the time where you should make a baby, of course, because you are ovulating and you are fertile. And then after ovulation, you go to the luteal phase which is the longest phase of the cycle because it is about two weeks long. And I always like to think of this phase in two parts because the first half of the luteal phase, you could still be running high on these hormones from ovulation. So you still feel really energized. And then a little bit later in the luteal phase, you may notice that your hormones are dropping a little bit and your hormone progesterone is becoming the dominant hormone which is your calm hormone so you want to stay calm you maybe want to be a bit more inside instead of going out with friends and being extroverted so this is where you already notice that you want to be a little bit more to yourself and more introverted and really during the second half of the luteal phase is where women can feel a little less energized so it's totally normal to take things a little bit slower if it's possible and this is also where many women experience PMS so the symptoms I already mentioned fatigue bloating mood swings and things like that and these symptoms are definitely not normal but when you are experiencing these symptoms it's probably around a week before your period and something that's also really interesting is that your metabolism is actually speeding up during the luteal phase. So this means that you need to consume more calories. So this is where those cravings may come from. I think so many women can relate to this, those cravings just before your period. But this is just your body's way of telling you that you need to eat a little bit more because it needs more calories as fuel. So this is something you really want to make use of. So you want to eat a little bit more to, to fuel your body because otherwise you're going to stress your body out. And during the luteal phase, the body is more prone to stress. So this is where you really want to make sure you're not adding any additional stress on your body because it's just going to be too much for your body. And you can experience that then during 
the next period because when you have so much stress the period might be heavier more painful so you really want to avoid that as much as possible and then once the luteal phase uh, ends that's actually when you start bleeding again and the whole cycle happens again so much going on in here i know right there's so much going on i um and i there's so much there that like makes sense to me and again only things that I've noticed later in life. I wish I knew all of this stuff way earlier in life. Um, but the idea that some days I'm starving and some days I just don't even notice if I don't eat, right? Like, mm-hmm. and thinking why, like, I'm so weird. Why does that happen? Why is today the day that I'm hungry? Is it something that I did yesterday? Like just not understanding our bodies and not being taught this stuff at any stage of our lives, unless we're curious about it makes everything feel like just this big mystery and can often make you feel like you're not normal right that that for some reason like my husband doesn't go through that stuff he's he doesn't seem to fluctuate his hunger why do I like why am I wanting to eat more this day it makes me feel really guilty so I love that we can actually find out a little bit of information I guess that that's going to forewarn us about what's coming so we know, yep, okay, I'm on track. This is exactly what I should be doing right now. Yes, that is definitely the power of getting to know your cycle and then also cycle syncing and just tracking your cycle because you go through so many mental shifts once you understand why you're feeling the way you are feeling. And it can be such a big relief for so many women yeah I can I can definitely feel it uh, and I also love how this is gonna translate into work right so particularly if there's if there's a, like two or more females in the team then working together to go well we've got a presentation to do on this day who's gonna have the highest energy between us who wants to you know who wants to do the presentation or um, who wants to do this deep focus work on the days where we want to like the winter days the days where we want to just withdraw a bit from society I love the idea of working together to do that and if not together then at least within your own schedule as much as you can yes definitely it can be so helpful to work with your cycle to boost your productivity to minimize stress and just live in alignment with your cycle as much as possible because of course it might not always be possible to do the things that are best during that phase of the cycle and that is totally okay because you cannot always do it perfectly and you also don't have to do it perfectly but just being aware and trying to do the best you can can give so much benefit yeah there's a um, one of the principles of the manifesto, I have a Her Leadership Way manifesto, and one of the principles is give grace to yourself and others. And I feel like those days where, you know, you have to give the big presentation, even though you are in the winter of your cycle and, you know, you're, you've got your period, you're feeling like you just want to curl up in bed with a hot water bottle, but you've got to yeah. be out there doing a big presentation at least with that understanding of there is a reason why I'm not feeling this today it is easier to give yourself grace in that moment and just say, you know what, it's okay. Go out there and do your best anyway. Is there anything else that you wanted us to know? It might be nice to explain a little bit more which things are great to focus on during each phase of the menstrual cycle. 
So then when we start with the menstrual phase, like I said, this is where you feel less energized. So it is a great time to focus on more self-care and taking some more rest whenever you can. And even if this is just 10 minutes in the morning or 10 minutes in the evening, that is totally fine. If it's just taking some time for yourself, you will definitely benefit from it. And then also maybe just communicating to your partner or to anyone else who can help you out. Like maybe you can do this for me today. Maybe you can cook for me today or take the kids to school or whatever. So I can take some time for myself. And you could also take an Epsom salt bed, which is really great, or just get some extra sleep in as well, even if it's just 30 minutes of extra sleep. And this is also a great time to spend evaluating and you really want to be clear about what you need and set boundaries. And this is also where you can trust your intuition. So if you have to make hard decisions or whatever, it's great to do during the menstrual phase. And then when you go towards the follicular phase, this is actually where you are most creative. So if you need to be creative for work, Make sure you try to plan it in the follicular phase if it's possible, because you just are more creative during this phase, which is so crazy when you think about it, that that's all influenced by our hormones, but it is. Yeah. And then you want to say more to social events during this time. And this is also a great time to initiate new projects and brainstorm and you can solve problems but also this is a great time to make important business decisions but not even business-wise but also personal decisions it's just great to make these during the follicular phase and then when you go towards the ovulatory phase which is of course where your energy is at its highest so you really want to make use of this energy so you can get things done have important conversations or maybe networking events or public speaking events. Of course, this is not always something you can schedule yourself, but if this is within your ovulatory phase, it's just great, great. Everything is on your side during that phase. And you also do want to make sure to leave space in your calendar for fun things because you would really benefit from that as well. It can help with stress relief. And then when we go towards the luteal phase, You really want to focus on completing tasks and finishing your to-do list just before your period starts and a new cycle starts again. This is great to organize. And also here, whenever it's possible, you could try to get some extra sleep in and just really listen to your body because your energy is decreasing. And this is where many women experience those PMS symptoms. So it's really helpful to make sure you're trying to relieve as much as stress as possible. So also here, self-care is so important and whatever self-care looks like is so different for everyone. And it doesn't have to be like an hour walk in the nature. It can also just be 10 minutes for yourself or even five minutes, but it can be really helpful to just find out what works best for you during this phase and what helps you relax and de-stress And like I said, this is different for everyone. And then you go into your menstrual phase again, of course, and then you can just keep up with those self-care and then the whole cycle starts again. That is just amazing information Uh, and something that we can really put to use if possible. Like, yeah, we can't always choose when we're going to give a presentation. Imagine though, if women had started corporate, uh, how much 
differently we would work, how, how we would get to choose when we were given presentations based on our cycles. Um, I just, it would be such an interesting world if we had started corporations first. Yes, um, I know, right. So how do we, how do we know, like, obviously starting the start of our period is a really obvious time from there. Are there signs that we should be looking for? Or like, is it just really about noticing for a while what's going on for you so that you can go, oh, right. I'm feeling less energy. It makes sense. Here's what I should be doing at work during this time. Yes, yeah, so it is best to track your cycle. So this starts on the first day of bleeding, that is day one of the cycle. And then from there, just keep tracking each day. Is And you can also use apps that help that. So the apps like 28 or Flow are really helpful. So if you want to know that on an even deeper level, you can start measuring your body basal temperature. So that is your temperature first thing in the morning. So before you even got out of bed, you do want to use a special thermometer for this because it really uses two decimals that is more reliable than one. And it's really important to know that not every woman has a 28-day cycle because we're always told our cycle should last 28 days. But this is just the average because I think the statistic is like 13% of all women have a cycle that lasts exactly 28 days. So if your cycle is anywhere between 25 to 35 days, this is completely normal. You can also write down the things you're experiencing because once you track a couple of cycles, maybe you see, hmm, always on day 22 of my cycle, I just... I'm not feeling it, I'm irritated. So then you know, all right, once day 22 of the cycle arrives, I should maybe give myself a bit more rest whenever possible. And I think that is really the power of tracking your cycle, knowing how you feel. And of course, you're not feeling the same every cycle on each day. So it's not that you always have a burst of energy maybe on day eight of your cycle. But once you see that maybe four out of five cycles, you're always feeling super energized on that day. You know, all right, that's a good day for me. If I need to plan something where I need a lot of energy, I'm going to plan it on that day. So just, so I really recommend everyone to just start tracking their cycle. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And I, and I like the idea of just not just capturing, you know, this is the, this is a particular start or finish or whatever, but what's my mood like today? What's my energy like today? Um, you know, how hungry was I today, all of that information, and then start looking for patterns over time, um, just lets you understand what's going on so much deeper than what we do normally. Femke, that is so much good information. Uh, hopefully everyone's listened and, and going to take your advice and starts really noticing and tracking. And um, so I've got two questions left for you. What do you know now that you wish you knew earlier? I think just the whole topic I'm talking about right <laughs> now, like the impact your menstrual cycle has on just everything in your life. Because like I said, I didn't notice before. I always used to work out so hard and just like I was stressing out my body so much without even knowing it. Mm. So definitely I wanted to know more about the menstrual cycle and how it works. I just wish it is something we learn at school and unfortunately it isn't yet but I hope 
that's definitely something that will come and it will teach young women how their menstrual cycle works, how their body works. Mm, yeah, I agree. I agree. And last question, what is your leadership mantra? So this is something that I believe we are all leaders, whether we manage a team or not, we all have self-leadership. And I think there's that thing that we say over and over again that just helps to keep us on track as a leader. So what is your leadership mantra? I really love that question. And I think for me, it is just you are exactly where you are meant to be. So from the uh, perspective that everything is happening for a reason and you are right now exactly where you need to be. I love that one so much. That's a that's a fantastic one to keep you on track and above water. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Now, I know you have something that you would love to offer our lovely listener today. So do you want to just tell us a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so it's actually about everything I talked about today. So I have a free cycle syncing guide where I have charged about what is the best thing to eat during each phase, the best exercise to focus on. And then also at the end of the cycle, I have a cycle tracker. So you can track your cycle using that tracker. So you can write down the, the way you feel, your mood, energy is in there and just all those things that would really be helpful when you want to start tracking your cycle, but you don't know how to start. So it is a really great guide to learn more about this and just to see everything written down on paper, because I know there's so much information about this right now. And it's so hard to just like get to know everything from just listening to this one because of all that information. And it might be so overwhelming. So just, reading through it again would be really helpful I think oh my god yeah that that's amazing I think um just like an easy way to get started and really understand what's going on uh sounds fantastic thank you so much for that uh so if you're listening and that sounds like something that you want to do I will pop the link to that in the show notes for you so you can just click on that and go and find that and Femke if they want to connect with you and find out more about what it is you're doing what's the best place to find you uh, I'm mostly active on Instagram under the name at FemsHelp, so F-A-M-S Help. And I try to post useful content on there as well about hormone health, but also cycle syncing, just everything that a woman will benefit from when it's about hormones, health, etc. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, again, I will pop that link to Insta in the show notes as well, so you can connect with Femke and find out more about what she's doing. I have loved this conversation. I wish it was something that we talked about a lot earlier in life. Uh, like you said, if we could put this into schools, that would be great. And if we could start introducing this into our corporate meetings, I know everybody would love it. <laughs> I think yes, look, one day we can dream, hey? Yeah. <laughs> um, I really appreciate your time, Femke, so much. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining me this week. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. If you want to continue the conversation about today's topic or anything to do with being a leader from the inside out, come and join us in the Women in Leadership Facebook group. You'll find the link to join in the show notes as well as the links to connect with today's wonderful guest. If you got value out of this episode, I would love it if you could share it with others. And of course, if you've been listening to podcasts for any amount of time, 
you'll know that rating the show and leaving a review helps others to find the show and I would really appreciate that. Until next week, continue to lead the way her way.